of the, the burly humanoids survive? Uh, I need to check that again, but I thought that... I don't think so. I think the I think the burly humans were all killed in the process. Uh, oh. In fact, in one case, Urash killed first the bird and then the human that was on top of the bird. Um, so yeah, yeah, I didn't. And you kind of smote them with righteous fire, Greta. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, well, I'm going to work on an assumption. I'm actually going to cast dancing lights around myself for some illumination. Okay. Head over to the bodies, and I'm going to examine them to see if there's any more bird claw necklaces to match up with the one bodies we found earlier. <coughs> uh, there are indeed such necklaces that are hanging around them. Yes, I am going well, to well, well. search the. I feel like we've all got thing. something. One of us is also on fire. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Did we? For- it's possible that I forgot something. Did I? Um, no, but. And, and, it's a, I just have this, you know, like some there was something. Something was. Ah, I'm sure I'm it's not important. Sure. Oh, oh, oh! I forgot. I'm sorry, X Five. I'm sorry. I got huh? six million things that I'm trying to do, X Five. So I forgot. <laughs> I did. I forgot. I should not forget that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> X Five did his introduction. I cannot. I cannot <gasps> leave the introduction behind. That's terrible. <gasps> so, X Five introduction. So sorry. That's I got to do. What I forgot. Yeah, I got to forget the intro. I, I did remember the introduction. While I'm doing the introduction, you guys can think about what you might have forgotten. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, the introduction from X Five is. I apologize. I apologize, X Five. I'm sorry. Um, define those travels as you can. And so one storytelling is at a close, yet we continue another. Gather round, little chat children, gather round, for this adventure takes place within the Forgotten Realms and is named Storm King's Thunder on a planet named Abir Toril, true, on a vast continent known as Faerun, also true. It has been several weeks since we last heard nor saw any of our adventurers, yet as the fog is clearing and returning to the Barrow Downs, we shall discover what their status is. Whom are our fine adventurers, you ask? Well, let me introduce you all to them. Of the three within the party, there is none other with more fire and light within her than Greta Guldenfire, dwarf woman of the cleric. <laughs> <laughs> Dwarf woman of the cleric, follower of Fotus, uh, Foltus, sorry. May his light shine on our ways, providing precious heels in the hours of need. A bit short in height, yet always sneaking around is Selsigmar, halfling with the profession of the shady ways of life, provider of amoral support, financial services to the party, and often reputed as a thief, though nothing is proven nor witnessed. That's all capital letters. And, of course, masterful looter, yet a devout follower of his own ways. And then there was a supposed third, but he was summoned away, yet his name was Urash, the tallest of them all, a half-orc barbarian, devout follower of Tempest, but he is amongst us, we can hear his roar. By thus, we cannot delay any further, but the people behind this fine party are whom? None other than the wonderful, kind, and caring Pyron Jade, opinionated yet a nuisance according to himself, Darksaber 2K, and the never-stopping, project-working, screaming Joypad, and our storyteller, Arvin Elleron. With no further ado, let's clear camp, check our gear, and hope for no more near deaths please and as this D stream might be the final one before christmas merry christmas absolutely thank you x5 i am very sorry that i missed it the first time thank you thank you as always wonderful introduction thank you I'm sorry. absolutely fantastic now uh let me head back over to you guys sorry about that so um you are going to so yes there are these bird head necklaces uh celsic around them these appear to have been fighting the giants i'm they might just fight everyone I just, I, what? Why did they attack us? Did they? They said something, didn't they? I'm just dripping wet and I'm just you know like wringing out my cl- <laughs> my, my my cape and everything. Mm-hmm. They did yell something about um, interlopers and intruders. Did they? Didn't mm-hmm. they? I get that a lot. I don't pay much attention. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna claim that I was just in too much. There was too much commotion going on because I genuinely didn't know what happened. <laughs> I can't remember. You, you were kind of in a in a berserk rage fog. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's, that was basically me. Yeah. <sighs> I feel it's like I've got the feeling like nobody ever wants me to sleep. You know, we we camp here, we <laughs> want to sleep, sadly. Eventually, check. eventually we will get sleep. Don't worry about it, eventually. Yeah, yeah. at some point sleep will occur. There's no yeah. question about that. Yeah. I feel great. What kind of sleep is entirely debatable. Right, um, I'm going to search the nearest human, or the nearest uh, burly human corpse near me, see what I can find. Okay. Um, so uh, on the burly human, you can see that they are wearing... Um, 
loincloths, obviously, um, but uh, you can also see in some skins around them, um, although they seem to be mostly feathers, like skins on which raven feathers of some kind, or black feathers anyway, have been uh, have been attached. Um, and then again, you have these uh, the raven head necklaces that I mentioned before, the bird head necklaces um, that are around uh, their necks as well. Um, but they don't seem to have any money per se. The um, weapons that they're using, as I completely forgot, actually the weapon they were using, I think they were using um, axes, I want to say. Um, and so these sort of simple uh, axes that they have um, by their sides. Um, and yeah, that's what you're able to find on them. But no particular okay. marks of, uh, you know, status or anything like that beyond that. Anything on the birds? Um, the birds themselves, first of all, they look to be, you know, very sizable, definitely large creatures. Um, the, um, they actually have, uh, they, these creatures look essentially like massive ravens. Like if you can imagine what a raven looks like, but then make it like the size of like a giant vulture or, or a California condor or something like that. Um, that's what these ravens look like. They have a wicked beak, um, dark eyes, which are of course shut because the bird is dead. Um, and uh, around their claws, you can see several bands. Um, like uh, they look to be maybe like like a metal. They might be like a metal like chain might have been attached here at some point. Maybe when they were back in the uh, back in their camp or something like that. But yes. So no like ankle tag that says if lost please return. To right, this right, 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 right. Yeah, not so much. Not so no, much. No, okay. Yes. Damn. Yes. No number thirty-five. <laughs> of, uh... Okay. I'm, I'm just going to compose myself. Oh, um, I had a quick housekeeping question. Um, did I take any damage last time? Let me yes. double check. I think you did, yes. Because okay. um, I need to weigh up how much damage I'm also going to take in regards to my rage wearing off, because I'm assuming like a minute has passed since we've got these things. Actually, I should... Well, because she took a pretty nasty fall. <clears throat> yeah, and I think for some reason I'm, I'm, I've got the old sheet here, and I don't know why. Celsic, what are you at hit point-wise? Uh, full 33. Okay, that's what I thought. Greta, what are you at? Didn't I? I thought I healed myself. You might have healed I'm... yourself. Dead. 24, maybe? Um... Give me a moment and uh, I will find out. But I thought I was only like, if I was any hit point short, only like one or two. Because I thought I healed myself. That's possible, because um, I have you at 24. I also have Urash at 33, but I'm not sure if that's accurate. I agree. Um, uh, well, I've got myself at 57, but that's because I assume by the end of last session I was dropping out and you were just keeping scoring your head. So, yeah, so 33 out of 57. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah 24, could, 24 could could be. Uh, I thought it was more, but I, I, I accept 24. 24 out of how many is your max? 33. Okay. That's what, yeah, I think that sounds right. Um, okay, so. Yeah. Okay, that's all arranged. Okay. okay. So, is there anything, can I see or hear anything else approaching at the minute? Uh, make a perception check for me, please. Perception. First roll of the game, don't botch it, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> It's that's okay. Good. You started saying that after I roll. It's fine. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's, that's fine. Um, yeah, that's totally fine. Um, oh, hold on a second. Uh, why does my webcam... I really... Uh, like, when you're Just scrolling down... You. You're scrolling down in um, in OBS... And then, like you, act, it it just magically takes you over one of the drop-down menus, which for some reason it defaults that you don't have to click on it; you just go past it, so it automatically changes all of it. And I'm like, that's great. That's exactly what I didn't want to have happen. Thank you. Um, anyway, um, so uh, yeah, as you look around, you do not hear or see any creatures coming. Uh, these last ones did pretty. I mean, they they were pretty quiet, um, and so you don't know if whether there's anything you can make of that or not, um, but. Your impression is that there's nothing that seems to be coming at the moment. Okay, cool. I think we're. Well, I'll say to the the party. I can't. I can't hear anything in the distance, so I think we're okay at the minute. But I think we should probably start moving on. Yeah, we should maybe look for for a cave or something where we can't be attacked by birds. Maybe there's one here in the cliffside. Maybe, yeah. Um, uh, what time of day is it? Uh, it is evening. Um, that was one of the things that made this fight a little more difficult um, yeah. because you were fighting in the dark 
So, super quick catch up for myself. Were we trying to rest? And this <coughs> we, we'd, yeah, we'd, we'd set up camp for the night. Okay. Yes. Okay, <clears throat> cool. Um, yeah, you got, I'm, inter- I'm, you got interrupted. Yeah, I'm totally for that. Let's try and find somewhere a bit more secluded and a bit more secure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I pack my stuff and try to not get everything else wet. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of there's a lot around you that is wet right now. Um, yes. Okay, so uh, you were able now, as far as finding a place that's a little bit more secluded, um, you're fairly exposed here. Um, you could try to go back up against more like the foothills because if you remember, the river is actually coming out of the mountains, like the mountains drop into hills, and then eventually out into the uh, more flat area that you folks can see right here-ish, basically. Um, so uh, so you could go back up a little bit further to um, there's a couple of, uh, there's actually a stand of trees also that you could maybe go within, that's possible. It's not a large stand, but it's enough that all three of you could fit in there without too much difficulty. So we'd be having to go back on ourselves in order to find better shelter. If you were to find the best shelter, yes. But the the copes of trees there, the uh, small stand of trees, is pretty <coughs> enclosed from the outside. I mean, there, you couldn't mm-hmm. have creatures attacking you from above. They'd have to land and walk uh, to get into you there. Okay, that, that sounds better. I mean, it's not perfect, but I'm concerned how much time we'd lose. Yeah, um, th- if we had to travel back to essentially the foot of the hills, we could have a watch pattern. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. And having wood for a fire to dry our stuff might also be a good thing. Um, yes, but I'd probably not light a fire if we're trying to remain secluded. But I'm wet. <laughs> well aware of that. I'd just like to point out, having a fire led to you getting wet. <laughs> yeah, but maybe they learned their lesson. I don't know. They did. <laughs> but you do you do know fire magic, right? Can you not like not like set yourself on fire? That sounds like hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> more, more like can you not like dry your own clothes whilst wearing them? Or something like that? Not if I don't so want to don't... be cooked. Oh, okay. It's an it's an all or nothing thing then, eh? I don't like to be cooked. Okay. Um there's well, not a lot of subtlety know. about the uh... me me yeah it's it's either on or it's off it's a binary decision right right, right right it's not a it's not a cooker there you go it's uh yeah okay um I don't know what to suggest then obviously it's cold and you're wearing wet clothes so I'm okay me my loincloth and my axe are fine so <laughs> this is the benefit of downsizing right <laughs> oi. <laughs> <laughs> But whatever we do, I suggest we probably try and do it as quickly as we can. Yeah. So let's walk towards that. So I guess we, we walk towards the um, enclosure of trees. Okay. Um, all right. So you uh, you enter, as I said, it's oh. a very a pretty small um, sort of stand of trees. Um, but there is enough room for you to sort of uh, get into the trees. Now, there's no clearing at the center of it. Um, there is, um, it's not super dense, so there are spaces definitely between trees here and there. But there's not really a place where you could have the traditional campfire around which everyone gathers and stuff like that. It's not going to be easy to sort of do that. There's definitely places where you would be able to lay out bedrolls and stuff like that and get sleep, um, but not large group areas where people could kind of congregate because it's just not that big an area yeah i will grumble and put my my wet clothes over some some tree i'm just so tired i can't think in english it's cool i don't i don't think we can i think we can get away with a small fire what do the tree what tree the tree arms branches branches Branches. yeah (laughs) that's funny um, <laughs> you should just you should have just gone with the German name, just like call you know like put it over this and everyone would be everyone no one would want to correct you because they wouldn't really they'd be like should I have known that word and then you know. uh, so okay um, all right so you're able to do that are are you guys doing a fire or not? I think we'd be if if you are really concerned about hypothermia then I think you would be okay to light a small fire. I can do like a small fire. Let's have at least a small fire. If we have fire. a small fire to heat heat ourselves up but then put it out put it out before um like we settle down for the night. Why is Duck Saber cracking up again? 
I think a small fire can very easily become a large fire. I'm just going to cast this. I'm just going to make this small fire surrounded by flammable material. <laughs> Suddenly, it's a bad outtake from Bambi. Mom, oh, that was evil. And next thing you know, Greta's not been able to sleep for another night. Yeah, you have nightmares, and God. Damn it. It would actually be an interesting test to see what would happen if a cleric never gets rest in a campaign. Like, at some point, you have to tap into powers that normally would not be available, right? Like, you'd, you'd think at some point. Yeah, you're just like, do you know what? The Red Wizards don't sound so bad anymore. Yeah, I'm going to. No, it's no, actually pretty good. Um, no, so, uh, all right. So you were able to do that. There is, uh, there's, as I said, it's not particularly dense. So any smoke would be able to theoretically escape. Um, fortunately, um, because you're dealing with a sort of cold, um, area. A lot of the stuff down here is either cool or damp. Obviously, being close to a lake probably helps with that. So the wood is not super dry. Um, now, it doesn't mean that you know you can't be. You should be careful because you could light an entire. You know, only you mm. can prevent forest fires. But uh, <laughs> yeah. that said, um, it's not automatic that you're going to set this fire and then instantly everyone's going to burn. You're just going to have to be careful. Yeah. So, how long yeah, are just... you keeping this fire going? Just a little sacred flame for an hour or two, so we have warm, like maybe a warm cup of tea and warm up a little bit, and then I'm fine, and we can put it out, and I will just pray and then try to get some sleep. Okay, uh, are you guys setting watches or no? I will take, take first watch. Okay, who's who's second? Uh, I think I I'll la take last. I was going to say last because I'm the one who's probably the best rested out of everyone. So you two can get the most inter uninterrupted sleep. I would like to take a last watch okay. so that I can um, breathe the the, um, the sun. Praise the sun! Praise uh, yeah, the sun! I, okay. <laughs> I also think that okay. having having the person with the spells take the longest rest would probably be the wisest decision. Okay. Yeah. So first up is Urash. Um, yep. uh, Urash, uh, everything seems. Quick, oh yes. Just before you sure. carry on, right? So at the end of the last session, I. I dropped or had to discard one of my actual axe. So the only axe I'm actually left with is this potentially cursed axe. <laughs> mm -hmm. It will so be I'm fine. Pretty, I'm pretty certain it's fine. <laughs> I just want to know, do I feel any different? Does it uh, affect me in any way? Do I have any, you know, is it just an axe? This just looks different. <laughs> any oh, other I mean... Kill your party friends? <laughs> sure, it's just an well, axe of blood. Um, it's uh, <laughs> so you you feel uh, one thing I can say: you don't feel any different now. In mm. combat, though, and this was not something we could tell you because at the time you were fighting with your internet. Um, yep. But in combat, um, you definitely felt uh, something different. Um, there was a definitely a a strength and a power um more really a precision i would say um in terms of the viciousness of your slashes now you're used to as a you know as a barbarian and a guy who does these things on a regular basis um you have often had the encounter of dealing with creatures that you're able to you know do some serious damage to but you felt as if there was even an extra level of viciousness that was associated with this and you were conscious of you know you kind of enjoyed it while you were doing it now, is that a higher level of enjoyment? I don't know. Um, you know, but uh, you don't feel anything different at the moment, though. Like, you don't have any desire to chop up your party members, if that's what you're asking. Okay, okay, cool. That's fine. Yeah, I just I just want to know, because that's now my main axe. Like, this axe of blood, I didn't pick it up. So, I've, I've essentially discarded my old great axe. Yep. So. You now have this maybe not cursed axe as, as your maybe, main axe. No, maybe. It, definitely. Right, I'll be okay, cool. to think about that. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry. I'll uh, I'll let you carry on. Okay, no, that's no problem. Um, so, uh, Urash, you have the first watch, um, and a few hours into the watch, everything seems to be quiet. And then a few hours in, I want you to make a perception check for me, please. Yep. Perception. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Christian. If you have to ask. <laughs> okay. 19. Um, about three hours in, in the distance, uh, in the far distance, you hear a Like Does it sound similar to the crying of those giant raven creatures? Yes, but it's very far away, um, and okay. it fades pretty quickly. Um, is, is the fire out? 
Uh, the fire is, let me see. I would say the fire's out by now, unless you were trying to keep it going. If you weren't trying to maintain it, then I would say it's down to just embers at this point. Okay, I'm assuming the other two are asleep, so if there are embers, I'm gonna just, like, cover them up. Uh, like, throw them, them on trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throw them on spread trees. Them around, wakey, spread wakey. them around, um, oh, Clang my axe against the tree. Come on, dinner's ready, boys. <laughs> no, um, no, I'm just going to like make sure there's no embers glowing and things like okay. that. Okay, yep, you can do that. You can yeah, do that. that. Um, and that's all. The rest of your watch um, proceeds more or less uneventfully. Um, and at the appointed time, you wake uh, Selsig for the second check. Uh, or for the second uh, watch, I should say. Um, Selsig, uh, you do not hear anything on your watch, actually. Um, everything is very quiet. You might even be a trifle bored, theoretically. You occupy your time by looking out of the trees, um, by <laughs> sort of ducking from tree to tree, pretending that you're, like, pickpocketing someone and then, like, jumping back into the Juggling tree. Juggling my throwing and... knives. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you, have some, you have some serious uh, practice that you need to put in on that. It's been a while. Um, but everything seems more or less uh, copacetic. Everything works fine until uh, it is time for Greta um, to take over. Um, and then you um, wake her I, accordingly. Yeah. I did tell uh, Celsic that, of the noise I heard and why I had to kick the embers out. So I don't know if he's then relayed that to Greta. That's up to Celsic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Greta, you wake to um, a, it is a cold, chill, um, early, 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 early morning, you know, like three in the morning or something like that, um, that you wake up. Uh, and as you sit sort of uh, waiting, um, I want you to make a perception check as well, please. I feel like this music is reminding me of like Chrono Trigger for somehow. I didn't, it like... does actually, I mention it. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, I it was floating on that six for a while. Oh. Um, okay, so you are uh, so okay. So as you are listening, uh, as you were there, you of course having heard what um, Celsig told you related for Mirage, you also hear uh, in the distance. This sort of falling bird cry, like a long caw, um, which echoes uh, through the sky. It is a long distance away, nowhere near as close as the uh, cries of the birds that attacked you, you know, some hours ago. Um, mm -hmm. And then it fades off again. So okay. if you if you had to guess if Urash is right about what he heard and what you've heard, um, you probably are not too far from where their lair might be or something like that. But um, no one is coming to you like no one seems to be looking for you uh i will just go to the to the edge of this little forest thing and have a look at the sky just to see if i can maybe spot a bird somewhere other than the just gradual lightning uh that signals the ending of uh night as we begin to move into the very early stages of dawn um other than that you don't see anything in the sky the sky seems to be clear well in that case i will just start to clean up my stuff and maybe make a little breakfast for the guys when they wake up. Okay. Do my do my prayers and yeah. Are you starting the fire again to do that? Um, or are we talking sushi? I just want to be clear. No. <laughs> not, no, no, no. That's not good. I, I should somehow warm that up. I mean, if I can... Uh, but the thing is, do I have any food that is like, you know, if I have a loaf of bread, I could toast it, but I don't think they might like it if I do. <laughs> very, very muscular dead birds nearby. Yeah, there's there's some very, you know, tastes like chicken, right? I mean, there's some yeah. very, uh, there's those. Uh, you also have, of course, some um, pieces of like uh, jerky, like, you know, kind of like a dried meat strips, uh, things like that. You do have some uh, bread, you have some... Uh, earthenware tubs of uh, honey and uh, mead um, that are basically, you know, travel rations, things that you're able to use for yeah, things like Yeah, I don't this. think that's... But it's, it's mostly stuff that you don't... that you shouldn't cook or that doesn't improve if, if, if you cook it. So I will just lay out a cold breakfast in that case. Okay. Um, maybe yeah. cook some... Maybe maybe I would just, you know, like, get, get a water bag and heat that up with magic directly for some tea or something, but not I'm not going to make it Okay. Fire. Um, all right, that sounds reasonable. So, Selsig and Orash, you are uh, you are woken to the sound of a kettle. Uh, when you wake up, you see that it's actually Greta whistling like. 
as the uh, I'm joking that doesn't happen um, but uh, you do wake up to see um, Greta uh, sort of looking at this uh, water bag of some kind you can see some steam rising from the top of it um, and then there are uh, on the ground there's several wooden plates um, that have uh, these um, pieces of uh, dried meat and a uh, couple of pieces of bread and so on that are uh, covering it um, as you uh, as the two of you wake up. It's now probably about um, a few hours have passed, so it's now about maybe six in the morning, something like that, and uh, you can begin to see the light beginning to rise um, to, uh, of course, to the east of the lake where you guys are sitting here on the western bank and to the east the sun is beginning to rise. Good morning! When I see the <sighs> Well, I slept terribly. I had a root in my back all night. Let's, oh. let's, let's get going. I'm sorry to hear that, but, you know, I made breakfast. We can have our own little breakfast nook here. Oh, wow. Oh, the breakfast nook. Oh, you think, you oh. think fondly of the breakfast nook. Oh, what a wonderful <laughs> thing that was. Cereals, omelets. Remember the omelets? Good times. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, you, you think about that as you try to frantically chew off a piece of this jerky which is like fighting you to like um, that type of thing squirrel sandwich time yeah maybe second um, so did you hear anything on your watch Presser? I heard birds in the distance um, again and as the sky was already getting light I um, had a look but I couldn't see anything but we might just be close to where their camp or encampment is yeah, that makes sense. When I heard it, it didn't sound like they were moving around too much. So it's probably where they're resting or where they're sleeping. Now, does it make sense to, I don't know, to search them out? No! Uh, <laughs> we could try, but, um, you know, we're on a, not a tight schedule, but any lost time here means we've got less time to find um, Artis Simba in the Ring of Winter. Yeah, but... Um, they seem to have a fight with the giants, so maybe we could find some allies. They had a fight with us? Yeah, maybe they, they just like fighting. Maybe they just, I don't know, confused me with a giant in the dark. I don't know. Can we, can we then tell? They're blind and based, stupid. Based on uh, where we heard the um, calling from, can we take a guess at how, roughly how far away it would be? Uh, it would be hard to take a guess because of how clear the sky is. I mean, voice, okay. sound could travel a long way. It okay. was definitely coming, though, from the north of the uh, trees, of the stand of trees. So it was like from the southern foothills of the mountains type area as opposed to where you guys are. So it was back up against the mountains and foothills from which you came. I So back towards the foothills? Yes. Mm. How far away from the foothills are we? Like mm. in time? Probably, yeah, (laughs) probably a good, well, the thing is that you came down using the current, um, and so the problem is you'd have to swim against the current, so it's going to add more time. It would probably be a day and a half travel at least, it might be two days, because you've got to go the other direction, unless you go by foot, but then you run into other issues with like snow and, or, you know. What happened with our ponies? Uh, you would put them on the, you had them on the, uh, on the boats. You can try to use them, um, if you wish. But again, they would... No, but... wait, 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 what? Didn't we, we, I thought we did not go on the boats. I thought you did. I thought you took the boats. No. Did you not? Did you walk no, alongside? No, 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 oh, maybe I'm wrong. Okay, I'm sorry. We I thought, yeah, we no. took our... No, we thought... didn't look safe, and so we took yeah. the ponies Oh, that's right, that's down. right. I'm sorry. I'm confusing you with my other campaign, which literally went down a river by putting their ponies in a boat. Sorry. No, we did <laughs> um, not do sorry. that. We, we, we Beg, your pardon. <laughs> Beg your pardon. Beg your pardon. This is what happens when you try to run four campaigns in a week. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, yes, that's right. So, um... So, okay, but I would still say, though, that you would, it's going to be a little harder to go upstream, even walking it, than downstream. Doesn't mean that you can't do it, but you're going, first of all, the hill was sloping, it was sloping downwards as you was as you were coming down here towards the lake. You'd be going uphill again, you know, you'd be sort of sloping upwards towards the mountains and the foothills, um, if you were going alongside. Um, but you could certainly do that if you wished, yes. Yeah, sorry, I forgot that you were alongside of it. So, do these guys look similar? You know the guys who attacked us? Do they look similar to the guys who we met on Zephyros' tower? No. 
does not look like yeah. the same crew. That one, that the people who dealt with you on Zephyros's Tower had much more. They had armor for one thing. Uh, they yeah. were wearing like they had like purple capes. I mean, they looked much more refined than these folks do. Um, okay. They had much more stuff with them than than these folks do. Okay. I don't know. I I think these these guys are just savages. To be honest with you, they're just marauders. But if if we want to spend the time going and finding them, then I'm down for it. But it, I think it's going to be a while getting us back up foothills. I would like to know what kind of fight they have with the giants. And you know, I think if not we, at least the people up north can use some allies. So I think a detour of a day or two might might be worth it. What do you think, Celsic? Uh, don't know. It's a long way down again. Well, you can just sit on your horse and let it do the walking. It's not that bad. I went when we're pulled up into the air. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. There is definitely that. Um, they don't seem receptive to people. I should mention, by the way, that um, that uh, this is not. I'm not trying to dissuade you. But I do want to mention that um, Urash is right, that uh, the time frame is relatively limited. Um, you have a few days, maybe, of like of lead time um, to get to Waterdeep and so uh, before this ball starts. So doing this in all likelihood would use most of that extra time. I'm just letting you know because you have other stuff that you wanted to do as well. But that's not intended to yeah. dissuade you. It's just something your characters would be aware of. I'm aware that we're already... We all we have already planned for extra activities along the road, like finding this weevil ferret dude. Weevil, thank you. <laughs> um, That's the, the other the, the feist the feisty ferret, um, which I'm pretty sure is a pub in Brinchanda. But um, yeah, we've already uh, kind of given ourselves time to waste on finding that person, and I just don't know if this is gonna be any any good for us like i said if you both want to do it i'm down for it I'm i don't feel these people pose anything in the fight but which i'm okay <laughs> with these things don't seem to pose any threat to anyone except anyone who walks up to them basically they just, just seem to be a nuisance they're not they're not destroying cities they're not you know killing scores and scores of innocent people or anything like that it's it's bandits I, being bandits i don't even know they're bandits really Bandits generally demand stuff. They killed several giants. That's pretty impressive. They attacked several giants. <laughs> we don't know. We're, we're assuming they took a few of them down, but how many of them were there? We could be walking into a massive horde of them. Just going, oh, wow. oh yeah, so we've just killed your mates. Do you want to team up? Well, at least, can we maybe agree then when we reach the next town, we send, we send a message north? So that, that they unformed. Yes. <laughs> what was he going to say? Duck. <laughs> Giant bird men in cave <laughs> in south. Lying on ground, very effective. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Orcs with axes, we very effective. We describe them. We say that they are apparently fighting the giants. And yeah. if maybe they know more about it, and then they can make a decision on their own. Yeah, I agree. Give them an assignment for a change. Yeah, I think it's because uh, they're looking for backup anyway, aren't they? So if they can bar some sort of peace tree with these bird people, for want of a better word, bird persons, um, then that's what <laughs> that's what they can do. Well then, okay, then okay, cool. let's take our ponies and venture on. Okay, we'll leave the bird persons to their own business and we'll venture on. Okay. So you begin to head south again. Now, not long after you leave um, these uh, lakes behind, and there's basically two of them, which you can see on your map, one that kind of uh, goes into a little bit of a river and then another lake beyond that. Um, it takes you um, uh, probably about five or six hours to get down to a spot where you have a decision to make. Um, your route that you had planned out to begin with was that you were going to head east uh, when you got down to a certain point, uh, go over to Mirabar, not going to go in Mirabar, but head over that direction and then head south. And south was where supposedly you'd find the Weevil and all that kind of stuff. 
Yeah. Um, that was one option. Um, so the two choices you have now are, do you wish to take the road? Uh, this road here, as you reach it, is called the Blackford Road, and you are fairly familiar with it because it's a main road that leads from Mirabar to Luskin. So it's reasonably well-trafficked uh, and well-traveled, although there's no one there as you reach the intersection with it. Um, but it's a fairly good, well-maintained road. But it's also relatively exposed. Um, you could also continue to go further south, uh, and you could uh, go along the banks of the River Mirar, which is considerably less well, um, you know, traveled. Uh, there's just, there's no path per se, but there's not a lot of trees or anything in the way there. The only problem with that is that going that direction will lead you in and among the crags, which you guys can see right uh, here, which is going to be more difficult to travel, especially for the ponies. So it's up to you if you want to take the road or not. I think the reason we were going down there was that um, the weevil was supposed between the crags and long saddle. Right. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. So that's where we have to go. Right, but so the point is, you can get east two ways. Is my point. You can you can my go along is. the bank of the river and east, or along the road and east. If, I we're, heading along, if we're heading along the road, we might be able to uh, send a message ahead to Mirabar with someone while we cut across. Hmm. We, we pay someone to go there and send them whatever messages we need back to Bryn Shanda. Yeah, possibly. And then we could cut across. I mean, it depends on whether... Save us some time. Uh, ...River Mirai and then through the crags. Yeah, we could cut that corner. Yeah, let's do that. See if we'll encounter someone who is on their way to Mirabar or who is willing to go back to Mirabar to send messages for us. Yeah, maybe for, even find some pilgrims or somebody. Yep. Um, and you do actually find uh, a number of people, especially as you get closer to Mirabar. Um, They're ten feet tall, all carrying axes. Yes, exactly. They're all, <laughs> and they all look at you and they say, "You destroyed our children." Uh, no, yeah. um, they. Um, That's our axe. Yeah. Um, sorry, hold on a second. I'm. This person has. This particular family member has called me like four times now, so I really want to check and make sure everything is okay since they keep calling me. Hold on a second. Yeah, that's cool. We'll, we'll fill. Don't worry about it. Um, okay, good, 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 good. I'm, I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm fine. He just, good? This person needs to stop calling me. <laughs> I will deal with you later. <laughs> All right. Um, Goddamn family members. I'm uh, yeah, exactly. Yes, come on. What matters here is Dungeons the Dragons. Let's eyes yeah. on the prize here. Okay. Um, so uh, you guys are able to um, find actually several groups. And in fact, you almost have your pick as you get closer. There are, in fact, a group of what are clearly Greta pilgrims. Uh, you recognize them. Um, whether they are, of course, Foltis devotees or whether they are devotees of Lathander or someone else is not clear. Um, but you could speak to them. There are also a number of just what look like just merchants kind of riding on, uh, on carts. So it's really you have a choice in terms of who you'd like to approach, like what types of people you'd like to approach. I will look at my opinions. I think the, the pilgrims might be a good choice. Probably cheaper too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. You see what a typical tithe is? At a set? No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, okay. So, uh, so the guy who teaches at a Catholic school. Anyway, um, so, all right. You, uh, you were able to track down the pilgrims. They are indeed devotees of Lathander, not of Foltis, but they are, Lathander and Foltis are, you know, they, they get along That's with That's okay. Um, and uh, you explain the situation to them. Uh, they do not ask for money, but they do ask um, that you spread the word of Lathander. And when you say, well, wait, I mean, I'm this person, they say, <laughs> nah, no, 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 we don't, nah, they, they, say, they say, they say, we don't want you to become a devotee of Lathander, it's fine to stay with Foltis. We would just like you to be able to talk about the importance of healing um, just in the next town, if you could talk to a few people about the importance of healing people and understanding the importance of light and stuff like that. No no pressure. You get the impression they've had discussions like this before that didn't go well, and they're much more on the soft sell side of things now, where they're just kind of like, you know, just if you happen to mention it, that would be great, <laughs> type of thing. I, I, I turn to Greta and go, we do need healing a lot. <laughs> yeah, but healing and light can also come from photos. I, I don't know how to do this, really. I can't. They say, you don't have to specify. <laughs> Just say healing. I just say, in my experience, Foltus been a bit more burning and screaming. <laughs> you know, if, for example, we need to chop, chop your arm off, I would have to need to burn the wound. Cauterize just it. Just yeah, saying. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So burning is healing. <laughs> yes, I saw it. Does it help heard. my arm? <laughs> yes. Um, 
So yeah, so they basically are not giving you too much of the "Have you heard of our Lord and Savior, Lathander?" They they don't seem to be doing it that far. Um, so hey, Joseph, <laughs> I lean back over to Greta. What is a Lathander anyway? It's it's another god. How many have we got? <laughs> I've got I've got one. I don't know how many you got. Maybe you stole one on the way. There's a there's a few. There's a few. There's, there's a few. <laughs> there's a there's Did a few good one? one. There's a few good ones and there's a few bad ones and then there's some others as well. Was Zephyros a god? No. No, Sephiroth wasn't a god. Sephiroth! <laughs> I didn't even say the name! <laughs> I think I got it wrong that time. And also, he wasn't a god, no matter how much he thought he was. Nope. Not even. Um, anyway. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so, you, if you wish, they're happy to bring... Assuming that you're willing to commit to telling people how healing is a good thing, um, they are willing to I, bring I along I, your message. You know, I don't even know how I would tell somebody that healing is a bad thing. They <laughs> seem, they, <laughs> you know, they seem to think already. this is an important message, though. <laughs> then you know what? That that sounds like an easy deal for us. If you already I, believe in healing and they want to say that healing is good, I say we say healing is good and we get, I, we get stuff done. I, I totally believe that healing is a good thing. There you and go. I'm, I, and I'm willing this to, message to, brought to you by Lathander. Yeah. <laughs> I'm willing to tell people that healing is a good thing, and I'm also willing to heal people and help them. Yeah. They, they seem very pleased, and they say, yes, we'll be happy to uh, send along the message. Okay, wonderful. Um, uh, you were all able to make your way um, fairly easily along uh, the eastern road, um, and it takes you about a day to reach the western uh, portion of Mirabar. Um, when you wake up the next morning, and there are many multiple campsites, uh, you think that although it is definitely open um, and exposed, there are lots of people here, and a number of them look like they know their way around their weapons. So of all the places you could have been exposed, there's worst places to be. Um, attacks from the outside would might have a difficult time here. Uh, so, sorry, whereabouts are we right now? So right now you were right at the uh, the western edge of Mirabar, right where you were about okay. to show you where. Right about so, here where you were about to head off to the southeast, because there is a road which is like a little spur, which cuts down to the south of Mirabar and then straight south. So you could keep following the road into Mirabar, or presumably, what I thought you were going to do, is cut southeast and then south along the long road down towards Long Saddle. Yes. Yes. So I thought we were going... You see where this rather thick green line is yeah. mm-hmm. yes. on the map? I yeah. thought that's what we would. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, yeah, that's what you're yes. doing. You're right okay. here. Yeah. You're literally right there. So you're just at cool. the spot where you would go south. That's all. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. I got the impression we were like right outside. No, 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 no. Not like like outside the gates. No, it's just that um, you can. Although you can see the city a long distance off. The lights yeah. are sort of bright at night. Um, but no. Um, and uh, so, you go ahead. Sorry, um, we've have we sent the pilgrims on ahead? Yes, they went a couple yeah. hours ago on their way. Are we Zermer. are we confirming what messages we're asking them to send for? We us? did want to let them know about the giant encampment. Yeah, giant encampment. Bird, and bird people. Bird, yeah, we bird we, we already went back four, and told four. them uh, to Bryn Chandra and told them about the giant encampment. Oh yeah, we did. Yes, right. Yes. Yeah, that's not a problem. We just tell them about the bird people. Yeah. They give a description of their necklaces. And well, everything, and that they apparently are fighting the giants down here, but they also attacked us. So they can do with that information whatever they like. Yeah. Okay, cool. I just saw so remember what we're doing. Okay. Um, so, uh, one sec, as I add a little bit. There we go. That's what I wanted. Add a little bit more sound. They're good. Uh, okay. So, um, you uh, then continue your way as you head off to the south, um, east, uh, cut across the crags, um, and then south. Now, I should say um, that as you go across uh, the crags, um, you notice uh, as you're sort of going through it, the crags have sort of a reputation of being a place that... Hold on a second... Uh, being a place that used to be more dangerous than they are now, um, there are a number of abandoned mines that you know exist within the crags um, that uh, used to be much more dangerous to travelers. Now they're still dangerous if you go to the mines. Like, most of the mines have been now abandoned, and so those are full with goblins and hobgoblins and bugbears and things like that. You know that some uh, Uthgard barbarians are known to prowl the crags, uh, occasionally preying on caravans and things like that. But for the 
the most part, if you stick to the path, as they say, um, for the most part, you should be in decent shape. And as you go across, you do occasionally see uh, what looks like a path leading up to, no doubt, an abandoned mine, um, something like that. Uh, and again, in the distance, occasionally you hear the sounds of what might be a kind of a hammering, not the giant hammering, but maybe sort of a distant uh, hammering from within a mine again. Perhaps the goblins have gotten one of the mines running again, something like that. But nothing bothers you within the road um, itself. Um, and uh, as you finally turn to the south, it is about uh, six in the evening when you see the following. Okay. Um, what, did, what did they mine here? Uh, they mined gold, most prominently, um, but also mined raw ore. A lot of the cities, Luskin and Neverwinter and Mirabar itself, um, and in fact even as far south as Waterdeep, used a lot of the stone that was mined here because it was of a very high quality. Um, and uh, obviously gold and precious metals are valuable too, but especially raw ore. Um, and if it weren't for the fact that the whole place was, first of all, they mined out a lot of it, and secondly, you know, it's kind of hard to mine when you get a bunch of goblins and orcs trying to kill you every three seconds. But if it weren't for that, this is the kind of area that could have filled much of the Sword Coast's mining interests, you know, if they could have ever made it easier to mine instead of having to deal with the constant uh, monster attacks and things like that. Um, so, um, as, you, uh, as you were sort of, um, as you were heading to the south, um, you can see... Uh, on the west side of the road, so you're down now about, uh, let me see, let me, let me ping it for you. You are down about, yeah, right about here. You guys see where that is? Uh, okay. So um, right about there. Um, this is on the road still. Um, you can see on the western side of the road. Um, you see a, uh, there's an outer wall, what looks like a keep, um, that is on top of, um, a hill. And it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, like it's just sort of off by itself on a somewhat raised piece of land. Uh, there is an outer wall with battlements, um, and you can see, even from this distance on top of the battlements, some very large, what looks like they might be ballistas or crossbows, something like that, which are mounted on the top. Um, and there are also, right around the wall of the keep, a number of narrow stone houses with heavy shutters and steep roofs, um, all to the west of uh, the long road that you were going down. So there is some, this is some fortified keep of some kind. Wasn't the weevil supposed to be in a keep? I hope it's not that one over there. My common sense is tingling. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to be in a keep, that is true. I think, I think mm. we should go that way. Are there any other travelers around? No, uh, right now you are by yourselves. And how far away is the keep, roughly? Uh, it's probably a good, I mean, you see it pretty close by. It'll take you about maybe 10, 15 minutes off, maybe not even 10 minutes to walk okay. there off the side of the road. It's very close, sort of disturbingly close. Uh, you could imagine that they could actually, if they were not in positively inclined, they could rain death down upon the uh, people who are traveling on the road if they wish. Yeah, I'd like to look around for somewhere reasonably safe and concealed, or look that appears to be reasonably safe and concealed to tie my horse up because I do not feel a brazen approach on horseback is the right way here. Okay. Um, and as well, as you're walking up to the keep, you can actually see what looks like a stable. And right next to the stable is um, a picture, uh, well, I should say a building. Um, there is an older stone building. Uh, looks like the bottom has, like a building was there that was apparently destroyed. So it's just like some rubble and stone walls. And rising from within those broken down stone walls is a wood framed structure. Looks to be two stories. And on the outside of it is a wooden sign on the front of which is a crude picture of what looks like a green humanoid, maybe it's meant to be an orc, um, falling. It looks like it's falling onto its back. Uh, and underneath it, uh, there's a little um, written, uh, there's a little um, sign hanging underneath that one that says the falling orc underneath that sign. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I turn to Urush and hand him the reins and just go, you look after Jemima, I'll be right back. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. going to sneak over and see if I can get... <laughs> hey! <laughs> I'm, I'm going to sneak over and have a scout around and see if see what we can see. People, 
conversation to eavesdrop on something. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you are, so you're going up to sort of listen to the outside? Um, yeah. Uh, sneak, just sneak close, see if I can find people, hear something. Definitely I, I... inside this building, you can hear the sound of laughter, talking, and the discernible and very clear and sometimes welcome sound of tavern music coming from inside. For sure. I look at, I look at Urash. I look at, I look out uh, into the distance Celtic is doing Urash, is he sneaking up? to an inn <laughs> he's doing so very effectively also <laughs> yes but he's very good it's like keyhole like a look through we've been out in the open a while he needs to he, he has like this fixation and this sort of addiction to sneaking I around. have needs if he does if he does this he'll be fine for another couple of days is this because he needs like the city <laughs> yeah I think so cities pockets Okay, well done. Okay, well, let's. let's I just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave you to it. I'm helping. You can't hear us. Okay, let's just stay here then and let him have his thing, and then we can maybe have a sleep in the inn for tonight. Yeah. Okay. I'll let him do his thing. All right. Um, as you're, so well, okay. So, so to do that, what you end up doing, actually, I guess Urash has to. Are you, Greta? Are you gonna go with Urash to stable? Um, Jemima, we're, we're the horse. He asked us to stay behind. Yeah, I'm, I'm staying. And we will now, we will now stand here and okay. wait until he's done. Because with I was thing. really hoping that what you were all going to do was go into the inn. So literally, he's like on the other side, like doing his whole like listening thing as you guys walk past him, open the door, and just walk in. <laughs> no. and in my mind, it's like I'm, I'm sneaking up, and they're just standing in full, fully exposed in the middle of open terrain, just yeah. having a conversation. The camera switches back like, to like an orc and a cleric just stood in an open field, just holding. Holding some horses, <laughs> just like sitting there. Yeah, exactly no, right. We are very compassionate people. We understand that he has his needs. He has his needs. I'm gonna yeah. to do his thing. Um, then... So, Celsig, yeah. what what you discover without having to make any kind of checks at all? There are definitely this music and the sounds of voices coming from within. But the yeah, exactly the history of Celsig Mars needs and weaknesses. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the problem is that um, you can't distinguish between the voices. Right? It's just like a you know, think all. Baldur's Gate, uh, you know, incidental environmental music, right? Um, that's what it sounds like. So you can't distinguish anything specific. Hmm. There's a lot of talking going on, though. Hmm. <laughs> I say, is there anything I can actually, like, like a keyhole I could look through? Uh, there is a keyhole, yes. Okay. Alright. I um, to look through it. <laughs> okay. Um, I need you to make a uh, dexterity saving throw for me, please. <laughs> Somebody is going to open the door. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the so yes, you manage to duck out of the way as you're leaning down. All of a sudden, you see uh, the knob sort of turning, and you jump out of the way just as the door like flies open, and some uh, what looks like a uh, kind of rough human stumbles out uh, into the night, singing something. Ah, she's the one that I need. Ah, all right, and he sort of looks over. Oi. Your mind, he looks at you for a minute and you're just sort of staring at him like from your from your posterior basically where you fell back to avoid being hit and he <laughs> stares at you for a second and then he says you mind closing that door for me <laughs> and he like wanders off again past Urash and Greta who just sort of watch him go stumbling down the uh, down the pathway well the door's open I may as well look through it there's yeah, lots of I'm, people in I'm there now, I'm now going to go properly stable the horses <laughs> okay okay I, I will also walk up to, to, to Celtic I will try not to startle him alright um, he uh, he sees you and is I, you know is kind of like oh yes nobody saw that right um, okay it's alright let's uh, I let's think get... it's a tavern you Ooh, are correct well done Celtic wow your perception well done. Are off the chart mate <laughs> Perception is tremendous. All right, hold on a second. Okay. Let's Maybe they need some healing and light. Yeah, let's go in and talk about <laughs> healing. 